This is episode number 95 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to Homeowner Show. We're glad that you could jump on the old bandwagon. Jump on the bandwagon. Here you are. Glad you're here for the Homeowner Show. That's right. So, how you doing, Kev? Man, I am a fan Fantastic. Yes. Yes. Why? I, I don't know. I just I need I to know no what re- it is so that I know if I have the power to take it away. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that today was one of those days where you're in the office and you're like, I, I got nothing to do. <laughs> like, so I, I got an intern now, uh-huh. and so, so you, I just, you've got. I just let him do all the work. Uh, you got every reason to slack off now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm letting him do all the work, and I looked up and I went, well, we don't really have much to do today because it's already all done. So yeah. all, all you got left to do now is get the old Corona. Well, you know what? If that happens, mm-hmm. I'm blaming you. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I could be a what, what? What is it when you asymptomatic, right? Oh yeah, that, uh, that's probably me anyway. <laughs> I think I already had it back in February. Not real sure, but I couldn't breathe and I coughed a lot. There you so, go. So okay. anyway, I'm probably Corona Kevin. Corona Kevin. Yeah, I actually heard a deal today where a doctor was saying I can't remember who it was. I'm, you know, don't ask me to remember facts, folks. <laughs> um, but the general idea was like, look, at this point, you've been exposed to it. It's not that you haven't been exposed to it. It's that your immune system worked properly. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would hope that my immune system worked properly. And I'll tell you, like for me, I'm I'm the guy that if I get sick, I get really really sick because I don't get sick and so whenever i do my body's like and i hate you so you're gonna get sick you're gonna be done done for like three days Uh you're gonna run a high fever i mean i was a kid that as a you know at one point i I was running like 105 fever right taking the hospital type of that that was me you know Mm. i just didn't get sick that often when i did it was bad so all this this corona stuff is front of mind we just we just got back from a trip to arkansas to uh fairfield bay Grizz ferry lake um and which is, which i love because yeah, i moved from there basically it's beautiful yeah it's absolutely good. which according i talked to several locals while i was there and apparently they, like, they were like according to like active cases of coronavirus they're like number two like next to new york Ugh. and it's crazy um, so and, and here was the other crazy thing i heard from that doctor was like apparently like 70 percent of americans are vitamin d deficient mm. and, and so is that, is that just because we're not outside enough well that, that's part of it but then what happened is is you put everybody in quarantine mm. and tell them don't go outside yeah so then they're not they're still not getting vitamin d which you know compromises their immune systems even further which makes them more vulnerable so all this kind of stuff see i don't know my my kids ought to be fine then because i was like go outside <laughs> you need to go outside for a little while <laughs> And we're not giving you the code to the electric lock. That's right. That's right. Those those Schlage locks that we uh, reviewed way back when, yeah. they did their job. <laughs> I kept my kids outside. That's right. So, but no, man, we uh, we took a trip, Yank, which is, uh, we didn't fly, so we didn't have to like quarantine ourselves. Right. Um, but, but congratulations. That's a, I mean, being able to go somewhere huge accomplishment yeah no it, it was there wasn't the, they were still in phase one so there were no restaurants really open you could go to them but you had to have face masks and mm-hmm. we didn't have any face masks because we were planning on hiking the whole time we were there didn't really occur to us um but uh man what a fun trip yeah. and so my my big thing 
um, was, was waterfalls. I just wanted to go see a bunch of waterfalls. There's a ton of waterfalls there. Um, but the, honestly, the, the, the first one we, we went to, um, did you chase them? I did. Did you, I did not follow the advice. <laughs> okay. okay. I just, of oh, who's saying that? TLC. TLC. Yeah. Sorry, girls. All right. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening right now. <laughs> they're huge fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, although they probably ran out of their one hit wonder money, but I don't know if they own a home or not. So <laughs> yeah, who knows? But, uh, yeah. So I chased the waterfalls. Yeah. Good. Um, congratulations. So, and it's, it's not as bad as they made it out to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> I may do it again. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> you also found the rivers and streams, didn't you? I, I did. <laughs> okay. Um, which is how I found the waterfalls. This oh, song makes no sense. Yeah, no, they're so, idiots. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. No. Um, but anyway, the, the first one that we went to was just a, and it wasn't really a waterfall as much as it was a massive spring just shooting out of the side of a rock mm. um, that met up with a stream that was already there. And the water was probably like 55 degrees. Yeah. Um, and we went in me and my son kind of went up to about our chest. Um, but there was a huge disclaimer, uh, by the, uh, uh, by the spring that said, whatever you do, don't drink the water. Ah. Um, and then it went on to explain because the, the mouth opening of the spring was massive. Hmm. Um, and it was, it was probably 15 feet in diameter. Wow. Yeah, it was big. Um, and they said, what, what's gone on over the years is it's become a bat cave. And so, as the bats die, they fall in the water and then they poop in the water and they do all this, you know, all the guano in the water. So, it's really not healthy to drink that water. Um, unless you want the Rona. Yeah. Unless you, yeah. <laughs> the bat Rona. That's, what, that's where it comes from, y'all. It comes from bat Rona. <laughs> so, so we didn't drink the water, but we got in the water. Yeah. And I, man, I love getting in cold mountain pools and yeah. Yeah. So I climbed all the way across it and yeah, now, we, did, how, we did a lot of, hiking. how did you keep your youngest daughter <laughs> out of the water and, <laughs> I did, and I, safe? I did tell you about that. Yeah. So there was a second waterfall after that one. And my youngest is five, um, is, and is an extremely good swimmer. Um, she actually prefers to go underwater and she can probably go, I don't know, 30 or 40 yards holding her breath. Yeah. I mean, like she's an incredible swimmer. And so she saw the second waterfall and just wanted to get in the middle of it. And so I had to like latch my arm onto a rock and hold on to her <laughs> so that she could get out in the middle of this waterfall, which is, just, she just wanted to get out in the middle of the water. And so like my wife's over here, she's like, I'm not looking, I'm not watching. I've already told you not to do that. You're obviously not listening to me. So I'm just dangling this five-year-old because she, she was going to do it regardless. So I was like, well, you got to hang on to dad. Yep. So we did. And we got some good pictures of it. Yeah. So... Well, she's going to do what she wants to. Well, yep. I mean, she's got a mind of her own. As most people do, she just really listens. We don't call her porcupine for nothing. <laughs> That's true. So That's true. <laughs> she earned that badge. Yeah. Definitely. So, well, cool. It sounds like a fun trip. It was a fantastic trip. I highly recommend it. If you ever get the chance, Greer's Ferry Bay, uh, Mountain View, Clinton, Arkansas. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, yeah, so, so resort destination, On honestly. Yeah, yeah so y'all did one of the things that I kind of recommended mm -hmm. i mean I, I didn't really i didn't really realize where y'all were going but once you got there i was like ah you, you got to go to mountain view oh yeah but you were already planning on kind of going through mountain view yeah. but like I, I was like you've got to go to mountain view on a weekend mm -hmm. in the evening and go downtown because it is one of the most unique experiences that you will ever have because when you show up 
there depending on when you get there there are probably already people there in just like these locations around this downtown area and there's people circled up around them they bring their chairs there's these little gazebos everywhere and um they're all playing bluegrass music yep they're just all you know singing and and they they might be offended by that i mean actually because it's it's folk folk, it's folk folk music is what they say it's definitely folk music (laughs) but it's bluegrass it is they're playing a lot of bluegrass yeah so yeah and i actually had a lady uh I, i posted some pictures up of that and i had a lady reach out to me saw my pictures from mountain view i was i was sitting around with some uh some guys playing and she sent me a little note and said yeah my uh my uncle is so and so and we used to play with him there all the time wow and she said it like i should know who he was and i was like so i better look this guy up and i looked him up and he's like this famous folk songwriter he's written like over six thousand songs what yeah it's crazy i'll have to i'll have to show it to you later on after the show and she was like yeah uh, we used to me and my sister used to go sing with him all the time in mountain view um that's crazy it's like it's like it it was it was crazy saturday night i mean i bet you there was five or six hundred people in that town and like 200 of them had guitars and fiddles and upright basses and so cool and and i'm i'm kind of sad you didn't have your guitar with you because you would have been welcome to join in (laughs) so i'll tell you real quick just short i I went to the music shop Mm. because once i saw what was going on i was like all right maybe i do want to join in yeah <laughs> um, and I'll buy something if I have to. <laughs> so I walked in the store and I kind of walked around for a minute and I didn't see anything my size. Um, and so I kind of walked to the front and I was like, so don't have many lefties come through here, do you? And she goes, no, we make left-handed people learn how to play right-handed, you know, the right way. And I was like, all right, peace out, lady who doesn't want my money. <laughs> wow. I'll take your guitar bigotry elsewhere. Yeah, you might as well bind your feet while you're at it, you know? <laughs> wow. Oh, well. Mountain View, hey. Yeah. They're, they're, I, may, I may not have been place. welcome. I, don't, I could have been like, you know, the devil guitar player. I don't know. Oh, they like that song, actually. <laughs> the one that went down, all the way down to Georgia. They so, like that song. They like that song. Yeah. They've got the people that can play it. Oh, I know. So It's incredible. So, anyway, we ha- I just did that again. I made that loud noise. I'm going to stop. I'm going to take my ring off. Sorry, everyone. I already scared our guest once. That's right. So, all right. We have a really cool show because we have my friend Christy in the studio to join us and talk about building homes. Yes. This is so cool. How are you doing, Christy? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. We are so glad that you could join us. We've been we've been talking. We had scheduled this yes. pre-Rona. That's, <clears throat> we that's, did. That's going to become pre-Rona. 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 We need to like hashtag that. We need to we need to get that rolling. Hashtag out there. pre-Rona. <laughs> that's right. So so we had this we had this interview scheduled pre-Rona and then everything blew up and mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff. So we had to reschedule. So yeah. we're, we're excited to finally get to be uh, doing this because this is this is not a topic we've we've covered in the soon to be a hundred episodes. Um, so we, I mean, we've talked about pieces of the house. Right. Um, but, and, and, and I told you when we were kind of doing a little bit of pre-show, I was, I was going to go ahead and, and just and address the elephant in the room. Right. <laughs> so you're a home builder. I am. But you're not a dude. I am not a, a dude. dude. <laughs> not a dude. So, Don't even look like a dude. Not at all. Not even close. No. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so this is this is kind of like a unique thing. I mean, like there's there's not two. And have you ever met another woman? That's I have a, not. I'm and I'm actually on a Facebook group that is um, like lady pros is okay. I think the Facebook group, but it's mostly HVAC 
plumbers, um, that, you know, just trades people. But I did post the question out there one time yeah. and said, how many of y'all are actually general contractors? Mm-hmm. And I got a few responses back, but the responses were, it's me and my husband. Okay. So, um, it is not me and my husband. That my husband count. does not. Yeah, no, it doesn't count. No, no, that's right. <laughs> I mean, unless you think it counts, then of course it counts. <laughs> Don't want to offend anyone out there. <laughs> now, let's let's just go ahead and pull that bandaid yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, offense. But, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right off the bat, huh? <laughs> yeah. No. So um, my husband doesn't work with me. He doesn't really know much about residential construction at mm-hmm. all. Um, but yeah, so it's just, just me. All right. So, and, and how long you've been doing this now? So, um, I started my own business probably about 17 years ago. Okay. Um, but I started in different facets. Um, prior to that, I had worked in construction industry for different, um, people and, and doing different things. But, um, I started doing murals and faux finishes. Um, and then while I was doing that, I also had my daughter, she was a baby. So I was taking classes online through the art Institute and, um, I got my degree in interior design. Okay. Um, and the thought process was that I would be picking out draperies and furniture and, and that sort of thing. And, um, then I started working for other contractors and I would help their clients pick out um, plumbing fixtures and lighting fixtures and, you know, just helping them kind of do the construction part of the design work. Um, but I had so much knowledge in the construction industry that it just it just very easily moved over. So yeah. I started doing the remodeling. Um, and then last year is when we started doing the new construction as well. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So you, so you, I mean, you, you have done several like ground to, to ceiling now houses, right? Uh, to, no, this is our first one that we're doing okay. now. Yeah. We haven't broken ground on it yet. We signed a contract with the homeowner last June. Okay. So it, it's taken Taking, a while, yeah. but, um, it's an amazing home that we're going to be doing. It's, uh, in, in the Bel Air area, it's in Meyer okay. land. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, a it's a way to overcome the flooding problem that they have in Houston. So this is a Harvey flood. Okay. Um, and the house was completely I was destroyed. Yeah. yeah. So it's demoed and, um, the house is actually going to be framed with a pre-engineered metal building. Okay. Um, and then underneath is basically storage, parking and an elevator and the elevator takes her up to the the homeowner to the, to the first floor. It starts, yeah, the first floor is actually 11 and a half feet off the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to have a problem with that flooding. No, (laughs) No, it won't. She can stand on the balcony and watch the floodwaters go underneath her. And the only thing that would have any damage would be vehicles. Quick, quick shout out to the closed minded lady in Mountain View. The largest left-handed guitar shop in the world is in Bel Air. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) take that I hope you're listening I don't need you (laughs) my daughter's a lefty is she yeah does she play she plays the ukulele okay yeah yeah those are not easy to find either yeah she has six ukuleles but I think she plays right-handed oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm left-handed as well so bizarre fact Craig and I are both left-handed but I play right-handed okay so she does mostly everything Uh right-handed except writing yeah 
And I even noticed, because she works with me in the office now, she's my newest employee, and she works with me in the office, and I noticed that she even, like, uses her computer mouse right-handed. Yep, yeah. But, I mean, it actually makes sense, if you think about it, because you can, she can take notes with her left hand, yep. mouse with the right hand. Yeah. So. Well, mo- most of us lefties, <clears throat> we, uh, we adapt. Yes. Because... Yeah. The world is not made for I, us. They hate us. I know. <laughs> my mom's a lefty. I've had to hear that my whole life, <laughs> yeah. that the world is not made for left-handed people. That's All true. the doors are backwards. and <laughs> Unless you're a first baseman or a healer. That's right. Or, or a pitcher. Oh, Pitchers. baseball. We're talking baseball. Well, baseball <laughs> is first base, but then healer is rodeo. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know rodeo. So, yeah, the guy that gets the legs. Yeah, yeah I know that. So, okay. Those are, those are pretty much always left-handed guys. Yeah. Or the good ones are. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting fact. They're faster because they're on the right side. Okay. (laughs) There's a whole mechanics to this that I don't know. I just sit in the stands and watch. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. As long as I'm not the cow, I'm good. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. Well, let's let's talk just a little bit about, um, you've told us a little bit about how you got into this. what made you really decide this is the direction that I want to go? I mean, you have some background here, but was there anything that kind of said, made you go, okay, I think I could do this? Um, well, I hate picking out furniture for people, for one. I just, I can't make the connection with them that quickly. Mm. Um, and I've always, just my past experience was in like plumbing, high-end plumbing fixtures and um, tile, uh, you, you said Hakeem Olajuwon earlier that the place I worked for actually did Hakeem Olajuwon's house. So oh, wow. yeah. Um, baseball, we did Lance Berkman's house oh, too. I had oh. Lance Berkman in our showroom sitting on toilets. It, <laughs> I wish I could have taken pictures of that. That's awesome. <laughs> could not do that. He had to sit on the toilets cause he wanted to know that the height was perfect for him. So yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy to have that, but yeah, I just, I've gravitated toward the, the, the kind of mechanics of it, just the, the plumbing fixtures and the tile and mm. paint and flooring. I mean, I just lighting fixtures, all of that stuff. I just, I really can appreciate the different lines and, yeah. and just how things kind of come together. And with, uh, with remodeling or new construction, it's really, um, it, it's, it's a growing living project. So it, with the furniture, it's kind of like we have to come in and do it right away. But with the remodeling, it just kind of runs simultaneously as we're doing the construction part. And sometimes we'll come up with ideas mid construction. And so that's what I really like is mm. just that problem solving, just trying to really kind of figure out like, how can we maximize this? How can we make this the best space for our clients and yeah. really just use every part of the home that we can. So you, you mentioned plumbing fixtures and Lance Berkman sitting on the toilet, um, which <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> oh, we'll that was a out. long time ago. I actually, I actually hope that he does. <laughs> to be honest, we need he him is to a con- homeowner. We so. need him to confirm. That's right. <laughs> no, but uh, Ke- Kevin and I had a, a theory and I, it, I don't know if it, if we like, 
how many episodes ago we talked about it, but like we we actually had this theory that uh, because of the the whole toilet paper crisis that was going on, we were going to see a surge in people in people having an interest in bidets. Mm. Uh, and today I said, Kevin, uh, what was it called? Tushy? Yeah. Which is a, uh, a plumbing fixture attachment for the toilet yeah. that turns it into a bidet. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you seen people like asking about these? So we actually do a lot of what we call bidet seats. Uh-huh. So it's your regular toilet, but we actually attach a seat to it that has all the functions of a, of a bidet. Yeah. That's what the, the, yeah. the, the tushy thing is. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. exactly what it was. And it we were doing right those before your this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Some people really, really like them. So uh-huh. yeah, I did one for a client and she said that that's pretty much the only toilet in the house that everyone uses. Oh, wow. It's that's in funny. her master bathroom. Yeah. Mm. Some yeah. of them have plugs, so you have to put electrical in there, but some of them don't. So it just mm. depends. Well, I was actually, um, I was on Facebook this afternoon, uh, for a few minutes and one of my friends was, was, uh, she was ranting, which she does every once in a while. It's, it's really funny to, to listen to her rant, but she was ranting about, uh, toilet paper. So she went into the grocery store, found toilet paper. She was really excited, but it was $39 oh, and it was cow. like, it was 30 rolls of toilet paper, but it equaled 120 oh, yeah. mega rolls. And she was like, <laughs> toilet paper math. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, I don't care how many mega rolls it equals. Only one roll goes on my, my dispenser at a time. So I paid about a dollar and a half for every single roll that I got. That is way too much toilet paper. She's like, I'm going to Amazon and seeing if they got the bidets back in stock. Yeah. And then that, that segment was over and I was like, days like that's twice in a day yeah. that i've heard yep. about a bidet yeah, so. yeah. we've we've done them pre-rona is that what we're calling it yeah, yeah pre-rona pre-rona yeah. hashtag yeah. pre-rona yeah we, <laughs> we did it we did it pre-rona so <laughs> yeah, we don't need to say that very often because then i'm gonna have to sing it oh, so. oh okay Let's not say yeah it yeah <laughs> all right i'll take that out of the vocabulary right away <laughs> Thank you. Just hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely no, i actually i think this is gonna be a thing i mean like i really do i think i think a lot of people are going to be like you remember the toilet paper shortage of <laughs> yeah that'll never happen again i will never be without toilet paper <laughs> the again real, the real rona crisis yes um yes. I, I yeah I, I i see them in lots of clients homes i just don't know that they use them or not but um i think it'd be nice to have that as the option if you couldn't find any paper yeah so i i mean i've i mean we've we've done them it's they're not for everyone but yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is it a, is it a pretty big expense? And if you're like if you're like redoing a bathroom, I guess is that a pretty big expense not, to add on? Not really. I mean, if you get one that has a a plug that has to plug into the wall, then mm-hmm. you know we have to run electrical in there. But that's not a. I mean, that's not a huge expense. There's some sheetrock repair that goes into that. You yeah. know, unless you just happen to have a plug in your bath in your you know, where your toilet is. Right next to the to... toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, where... it's ultra safe, extra, I tell you. I mean, when you think about it, you get one of those, it has a little plug for your phone, your, yeah. you know. Yeah, hey, you don't have to leave. Never leave. You could do this show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's true. That, that brings up a whole nother no. conversation. I'm glad I'm doing this the now and are not amazing. later. <laughs> hey, whenever I start singing the pre-Rona song, it's it all so much it's, better. It's so much better. Oh 
goodness. See, you were nervous and didn't even know we were going to be talking about bidets. And you know, yeah, you know I know exactly this what is, you're talking yeah, about. This is crazy. Yeah. Now. Uh, this is what I came on here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Toilets. Yeah, so she, Thanks, guys. As she's preparing for this show, she was like, all the things they're going to ask me, bidet never no, crossed your no, mind? No, toilet, toilet wow, talk that, was not what, what I thought we were going to do. That's what we could call the bidet, the Rona modes. The Rona modes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Why, I don't know. We, we've got a new line, guys. That's right. We've got a new product. There's Tushies. Christy's going to install them for us. <laughs> That's right. And they're not going to need an electrical outlet. Yeah. No electrical. Of course not. Of course not. They're totally they're gonna be, safe. They're going to be self-charging, actually. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are way off topic. Yeah, we did not. <laughs> we've, we've up gone off the rails, into the ditch. <laughs> up the other side of the ditch, we're gone. It's all right, but we ended up with Rona mode. <laughs> That's true. So, so coming coming to a Home Depot. It's in the W you. column. That's right. Absolutely. Uh-huh. All right, Christy, br- bring us back here a little bit. So, sure. if if you're helping people pick out pick out fixtures, and you're you're you know helping baseball players pick out toilets and all these other, <laughs> what? How do you help guide them through that process? Because I imagine that can be a little daunting for people that may have not done that before. Right. Or may, they don't even sometimes know what they want. Yeah. Well, and and the problem is, is with with some contractors, what they'll do is, you know, if they don't have that design background or if they don't have time to do that, because a lot of them are, are so busy that they can't actually take that time with the client is they'll just tell the client, Hey, you need two bathroom faucets. Well, when you Google search bathroom faucets, it's like 225,000 different searches. And it's like, what's going to go with the tile, which is got to go with the, you know, what's the wall treatments, all that, it all has to kind of tie in together. But, um, really it's just about talking to the client, just seeing how they want to use the space. Mm -hmm. Do they entertain a lot? Is there going to be a lot of people there? Do they have kids? Do they have dogs? You know, um, what is the feeling that they want people to have when they walk into their room? Do they, you know, some people want everyone to be jealous of their house. Some people want a cozy comfort feeling. Some people want their guests to stay for two days and then hit the road. You know, it's just depends on what they're actually wanting. And so it's really just about talking to them and, and, you know, looking at their house, how they have it furnished the, the different, you know, colors that they use and, you know, asking them what's their favorite thing in a certain room or, you know, what's the color that they hate the most because mm-hmm. if, obviously if you hate orange, we don't want to put orange in your bathroom, but, um, it's, it's really just a, a discovery of what the client likes. Have you, yeah. have you put orange in a bathroom? I don't think I have. Okay. Well, she doesn't live in Austin. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If she lives in Austin, I'm sure she would. Double win. Yeah. <laughs> or double it, lose. It is, it is supposedly my husband's favorite color because when my daughter was really little, she hated the orange like Skittles or, you know, any of those candies. Mm. And so we would always say, oh, daddy's favorite color is orange. And so we Nice. Would, yeah. Perfect. And then when she grew up and found out that wasn't true, she was a little, she was a little mad, (laughs) actually. (laughs) These are good. She was like, wait a minute, orange is not daddy's favorite color? I'm like, no, Uh, he actually hates that color. (laughs) Between that and Santa Claus, that girl is ruined. (laughs) Therapy, hello. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so you brought up something that to me, I, because I've, I've actually considered the, my wife and I have considered, okay, one day we would love to build our house, like, for us, we kind of love the idea of a metal building, mm-hmm. a barn type of type of home. And but there's part of that process to me that seems really daunting, just seems like 
there's so much that goes into it and and i and i think one of the one of the issues there is people are so specialized a lot of times that it's difficult to find someone who can help you navigate the whole process and i know some you know some homeowner uh home builders can do that better right. than others. So I, I guess one of the things that I want to ask you, I mean, not everybody that listens to us lives in Houston. Right. So if I was out there looking for someone, how do I find out if they're going to be able to really guide me through that whole process? Or if I'm going to be stuck, you know, a hundred days into this right. going, I wish I would have done something different. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You really need to ask your contractor questions. You need to ask them what the process is. Um, you know, most contractors are going to have a certain way that they work. And so you need to say, hey, do you have something that tells us where we go from here? What is our next step? What's the process? And, you know, there are some great builders out there that have design centers and they have people that work in the design centers. So, you, you know, if they say we have a design center and you'll be able to come and pick things out, then you kind of know, okay, these are kind of my options. The the only issue with having a design center is you're kind of limited to whatever it is that they have. Yeah. Um, if you're using someone like me, I'll, I'll keep going and looking for tile until we find the perfect tile, you know, right. one that I think should go in the home, but also something that you love. So, mm. um, and you just really have to ask, you know, ask your contractor what, how much of this work am I going to have to do on my own and how much are you going to help me with? Yeah. And I would assume that on, on some level, <clears throat> all of this really depends on you as a person to how involved do you want right. to actually be? Cause I, I would assume that you, that there are some people out there that's like, listen, here's, here's the type of thing I want, but I, I don't have time. I don't have the energy. I just want it to be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sure that's frustrating on some level to right. you as the builder, but then there's that whole other spectrum. And, and you just kind of have to know about yourself. Like I want to be super involved in this and I'm real picky right. or I'm not real picky and because like you said those design center places they're going to sell you their stuff right. and, yeah. and they're getting a commission off of that yeah. and they're getting a, a cut right Yeah, and so you get you know four choices of colors right. and that's really yeah it's here's our door styles pick one of the door styles here's backsplash tile pick you know you've got 10 to choose from so mm. and, and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that no a lot not of at times all they're yeah. they're very popular right. styles yeah. and things yeah. that people typically are going to choose yeah. right and your home's going to turn out beautiful that way i mean it's still going to be very very pretty but what we are more about is custom custom remodeling custom new construction everything that comes into your house is a new idea we're constantly looking at i mean even pinterest pinterest is an amazing place to look at new ideas i yeah. mean there's tons of stuff to look on there so i'm constantly on pinterest looking at it finding new client ideas even if i don't have a particular client yet just trying to see kind of what can we do to make the next house different um, because you know we do kind of get in trends a little bit a lot of people right now everybody wants quartz countertops and so um they're very pretty and and I, I, I love the quartz. It gives you that white look that, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's kind of going after. Um, but Talk about like the black and white look everybody's <laughs> going for. Yeah. Kind of the quartz countertops are, it's a man-made material, but um, it kind of mimics marble. Right. Um, and it's durable. It doesn't stain. So, I mean, it's a great choice. Um, 
but I don't want to do that in every home. Right. You know, so if I feel like it's a perfect fit for your home, then yes, I'm going to say, Hey, I think that quartz is going to look fantastic in here. I mean, I've done a few kitchens with it lately and it's just been beautiful. Mm. Um, but then there are some people where I'm like, I think you need a little bit more warmth. You need to kind of add a little bit more texture, visual texture. Um, you know, and granite is one of those things where it's just timeless. I mean, granite's going to last forever. So, um, you just, you just have to really talk to your client and, and find out what it is that they want. Yeah. And there's like some, and like, you know, Pinterest is interesting too, because like you can think that you have a really unique idea. And if yeah. you go look on there, you're probably going to find like a hundred yeah. versions of that. Yeah. I remember we, uh, when we were doing our bathroom, one of the ideas we had was doing like a, a whiskey barrel sink. Oh yeah. Um, and we we're like, oh, that's kind of a unique idea. And then there was like a hundred yeah. of them on there. <laughs> yeah. um, you can find those everywhere. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, <they're> <laughs> and you had a great idea that everyone else had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and it's true. It does. I mean, there are a lot of things where you think you have like the unique idea. So, yeah. and you just, it, it's hard to have a a unique idea. Now there's just, there's so many creative people now yeah. and, and so many, and there's so much information because if you think about 20 years ago, you may have thought you had a unique idea. And if you didn't, I mean, there was no way to look that up. So right. unless it was in the encyclopedia Britannica, <laughs> right? <laughs> you did have a unique idea. Well, so. right. I think even though you see it on Pinterest, it doesn't mean that it's not a unique idea. Right. Uh, because most people aren't willing to, do, I mean, because once they get the price tag for those unique items, right. it becomes com- completely uh, irrational right. for, them, for their budget. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, for for us, like with the with the barrel, it wasn't it wasn't the cost of it. It was just like this is hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not an easy thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although now I think you can just buy those you, sinks you with it. Yeah. Yeah. You can. yeah. Uh, there, well, yeah, you can, you, there's guys like out there. Like a whole kit. <laughs> yeah, they, they make them for you. I'm, but I mean, those are, I mean, like I think when I looked at them, this was several months, it was like 1500 bucks just for that whole oh, thing. Yeah. So, yeah. which I mean, like if I had to make it, yeah, that's probably what I charge. And they're probably mm. using like an authentic whiskey barrel. Right. It's been, you know, you can tell everybody, oh, this had whatever yeah. awesome whiskey in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I don't the, drink whiskey, the, so I can't tell you what that awesome whiskey is. But yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the beauties about Pinterest, though, is that even if you do have a mostly unique thing, you know, idea out there, you, you have the ability to refine that. Right. And, and it's like someone's probably done that better than you would have imagined mm-hmm. doing it. And so just getting ideas about how to do that really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's really great to take someone's idea and maybe even improve on it a little bit. Sometimes. Well, and <clears throat> sorry. And even on the other sense of that, it's sometimes I'm troubleshooting something. I'm like, uh, I don't know how we're going to finish this off. And so then I'll, I'll look at Pinterest and be like, oh, look, that was kind of interesting how they, you know, used this piece of molding here. Or, you know, th- it does give me ideas that maybe I'm not using it exactly how they did, but it just, I can look at parts of the picture. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I tell my clients too. I'm like, send me your Pinterest boards because everybody's making a Pinterest board. So send me your Pinterest boards because I can, I can learn so much about them from the Pinterest boards and um, pick up on themes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause you'll start to see things are kind of the same and they're kind of working together. And it's like, I could really pick from any of these and, Mm -hmm. and we would be fine. But, um, you know, I do in that because when you look at Pinterest boards, sometimes you can see like where a trend is kind of coming and, Mm. and that's something I try to stay away from. I don't want to spend 
$35,000 remodeling a master bathroom. And then five years from now it's dated and they're wishing they would have done something different. So, um, it's kind of my job to say, look, you know, this is kind of, you're kind of on like the front end of a trend, which is fine because then, you know, you've got 10, 15 years and, um, or if you're on the tail end of a trend, I might say, okay, we're kind of, you know, people are kind of shying away from those colors or those types of fixtures. Well, and, and so you're, you're kind of on the front lines of this, of this stuff. What, what are some trends that, that you see kind of going by the wayside? Gray. Nobody wants gray anymore. Okay. Which yeah. is funny because for a while, that's the only thing people were doing was gray, right? Yeah. And, and so what happens is people don't, you don't know what's going to necessarily be a trend. Um, it's just that somebody sees something gray and what makes it a trend is that then everybody wants to do gray. Right. So after you do 10 gray bathrooms, it's kind of like, well, everybody has gray. And yeah. then, you know, you're no longer special if you go into all of your friends' bathrooms and they all have gray bathrooms. So now it's like, okay, well, what can I do that's a little different than that? So now people are going to taupe, okay. which is not brown, but not gray. It's kind of in the middle. In, yeah, okay. Like a yeah. muddled. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah, it's like a brownish gray. It's gray. It's, yeah, it's bright. Yeah. <laughs> bray. Grage, as Grage. they said. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, but yeah, and, I, you know, I think uh, oil rub bronze fixtures are, are kind of, I'm, I'm removing those a lot lately okay. as well. Um, what are they replacing them with? Usually either brushed, brushed nickel, nickel yeah. yeah, or uh, even chrome. It just mm-hmm. depends on, chrome is kind of more glam, so it just depends on, you know, what the space is. And yeah. If nobody's, you're sharing it Nobody's your bringing husband. the brass back. Actually, we're, we're doing some brushed gold, okay. which that, I think we're kind of on the front end of that. I don't know if it's actually going to, to be a trend. That's one of those things that you really have to to love it. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous though. I'm doing three bathrooms right now with it and it's breathtakingly beautiful, hmm. but you have to be someone who's willing to take that risk. Yeah. And so, um, I'm not that person. Leap into it. I'd have to, like you'd have to build it and then show it to me Yeah. because otherwise I wouldn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, gold's one of those, one of those tricky things. Um, I, uh, when I, w- I went to the, uh, to the Ukraine once, have you ever seen like gold from different parts of the uh, world? Yeah. So like gold from like Ukraine and, and that part of Russia is pink and it's gorgeous. Yeah. Like and, a rose gold yeah. almost. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it's a totally different look. It's a totally different hue. Um, but I, I could see people in like, and like all their jewelry and stuff is, is that color. Yeah. Um, and so like they're, they're, they're actually fascinated by ours when they're like the, like the yellow right. gold. Yeah. Um, but that, that pink gold has like a really interesting yeah. It's not bright though. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's funny cause my husband uh, works for a company that's in India. Okay. So there's a ton of gold in India yep. as well, but it's like bright, shiny, yeah. yes. like it almost looks fake, you know? Yeah. So like he brought home, you know, some stuff for me and my daughter and I was like, this just, it doesn't even look real. Like <laughs> right. this looks like costume jewelry almost, uh-huh. but that's, it is, you know? And it's, it's crazy how, those different different parts of the world even have different styles. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, from what I understand, it's just different minerals interacting with that compound or okay. What it's my I don't know. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. They tried to explain it to me. There's somebody out there that knows. It that, was though. in Russian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So here's a question. So you you do uh, remodels and you do from ground up, yes. right? So mm-hmm. new builds and remodels. 
Uh, which do you prefer to do? Okay, so new construction's a. I'm, I'm going to say it's a little bit easier. I mean, you're working off of architectural prints, so you kind of know where you're going. Um, I enjoy the remodeling a little bit more because I do like the problem solving of it. Mm. With the remodels, I mean, if we're taking out a, a, a plastic shower pan, you know, nine times out of 10, we're going to have some mold and water damage. And so there's always something that has to be repaired that maybe the homeowner wasn't prepared for. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we always preface every every meeting like you, you've got to understand we don't know what's in the walls, you know. Mm. So um, it just... It, I, but I like that problem solving aspect of the remodeling, but you know, new construction's fun too, because yeah. I mean, we're building something brand new and especially with this job that we're doing, I mean, it's, it's going to be a showstopper and oh, I'm for sure. I'm, 11, 11 feet off the ground already. I mean, yeah, and then how yeah. many stories? Just one. Just it's one, just one oh, story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah, going to have just one story? Is it going to have a sloped roof or is it going to have a flat roof? <laughs> it has a single slope roof. Okay. Yeah. It's a metal roof, but you really won't see it. There's going to be kind of like a parapet type wall. Okay. Um, so you won't really see the roof at all it's very very modern um very square we're using some really really cool um new materials um we've got uh like a uh, it's similar to stucco but it's called a uh, cork shield and it's a spray it's made from cork the tree you know the cork tree mm-hmm. um and it's it has similar texture to uh stucco but it um it doesn't doesn't crack like stucco does. Oh, okay. So, um, and it's got a, a really great warranty on it and it's, you can just spray it down. It doesn't get dirty. It doesn't mold. And, um, here, especially in the Houston area, stucco cracking is a huge, huge issue. So well, I know one of the other issues with stucco around here is the moisture. Yeah. Yeah. It, does it have the same issues as that? Yeah. So what happens is it, you know, as the house shifts, the, the stucco doesn't have any give to it. Right. And so it just kind of cracks and those cracks can be very minuscule. I mean, you may not even know that they're there, but then you start getting that moisture behind the wall. And so, yeah, you, you end up with a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, you know, and so this, this cork spray, the cork shield spray is, it's, yeah. it's a really cool product that we're yeah, going to be there's, using. there's certain houses I'll walk away from if they tell me they're dealing with certain issues and I see it's a stucco house. It's yeah. Like, no, yeah. it's not even worth my time. Yeah. You're going to be more frustrated with me than you are the issue you're dealing with right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, unfortunately we have a ton of stucco houses around here. It's we like, do. Yeah. you know everybody was like stucco and that's all they did. And so, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, here's a, here's a follow up question to that then. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I own a home and I'm, I'm getting to the point where I either want to build a home or maybe I just want to do like a full renovation. Mm-hmm. Um, what, where do you kind of start navigating that? At what point is it a better idea to do one or the other? Do you have any, advice as far as that goes i think for a lot of people it depends on the equity that they've built up in their home i mean if you already own your home and you've got a lot of equity in it and a a two it's it's also do you love the area you're in you know do your kids go to a school they love you know do you want them to stay in the same house their whole life you know it's a lot of kind of personal questions that you have to ask yourself um but then also some people want to build because they want to be on property or they you know want to have horses or you know animals and stuff like that and they can't do that obviously if they're in a neighborhood. So um, it's really those personal questions that you have to, yeah. to ask yourself. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to do the remodel because it's going to cost more than if you just went and bought another house. And, and we will advise people of that. We may say, look, you know, it's, you may need to just find another house that kind of fits the, the way your family's growing now. Um, I certainly don't want to take someone's money and remodel their house and, and, 
them not have enough um, value in it because we 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 are concerned about the return on investment yeah. of our remodels that we do. So um, we do try to advise our clients, you know, if they're in a specific area, what types of um, uh, fixtures and stuff like that that they they should be using to stay within the value of of their neighborhood. So. Yeah, I think those are all like really important questions to. Like just on regular, but ask yourself anyway. I mean, like, do I like the neighborhood? Right. Do I like the school? I mean, cause like my, my wife was never interested in living on property. Yeah. And, and if you ask her now, like you could give her a million dollar home and if it was right next to somebody else's house, she'd probably never take it Yeah. now that she's, because she's realized that this is what she really likes even though like she hated our house. <laughs> that's why you go and remodel. That's, I, I, I fixed that's that problem. Remodel. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, and that's probably one of the first questions I always ask someone is how long are you going to stay here? Yeah. Are you remodeling this house so you can sell it next year? Then we're not going to do some crazy specific, you know, custom tile treatment in the shower that right. not everybody's going to love. Um, but if you think, Hey, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever, going to move from here, then that's when we can really kind of get really into the design factor and just like really just do something that you love. Cause it's, yeah. it's really about what you love. It's not about what I like or what the trend is or what's, you know, what's popular right now. Any of those things, it's really about doing what you love, what you want to see in your home all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we love to see in each of the homes is good plumbing. And That's the right. way you have good plumbing is you hire a good plumber. Every time. If you if you want bad plumbing, don't hire Paul the plumber because he will not do a bad job at your house. <laughs> he will do the best job at your house. They may call us about that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of what Kevin says, if you need to get a hold of them, you can find them on Facebook. You can also follow, find them at paultheplumberllc.com. You can book them online. You can book them on Facebook and the ever popular virtual inspection. Man, I, I'm telling you, to me, that's a game changer. Yeah. I, I, because right now, what, what's crazy right now is that we're, we're living in this world where everybody... Um, is feeling at least here where we live in Texas, people are ready to get out and do things again. Yes. Yeah. But we're seeing some spikes in in numbers and and all of these sorts of things as far as people get infected with coronavirus. So, yeah. um, I, I'm kind of in this place. I don't really want people in my house yet. Even even people you know that I need in my house. Like if I need a plumber to come in. I want to I want to minimize the amount of time he has to be right. in my home, yeah. right? And and those those virtual visits, he has the opportunity to see exactly what your issue is, know that he has the parts on the truck, has it has an understanding of what he needs to do, and boom, he can get it done, get in, get out. It saves you money, saves you time, yep. and you get a great job done by Paul the Plumber. Absolutely. Yep. So if you need to get a hold, call him at 832-521-3252. And our guest actually just, just had Paul. I did. Paul the, Jr. was at my house. Paul yeah. Jr. What, Paul was, Jr. what was going on? Oh, I had some faucets that were, you know, turn it on and it never turned off. So oh. um, it was, we had we had the other faucet do the same thing and, and Paul the Plumber fixed it for us. So I just texted Deborah and said, help me, please. <laughs> so Paul Jr. came out. He knew exactly. I mean, it literally took him 30 minutes to fix it. Nice. Wow. In and out, done. And now Turns I don't have now. to share a 
uh, sync with my husband. So. <laughs> so the marriage is going to make it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> That's funny. That, re- that reminds me of that. So look at that. Good plumbing saves marriage. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's your headline. <laughs> yeah. If your marriage is in the toilet, call Paul the plumber. <laughs> and he will install a bidet. And we're back. There we go. Rona yeah. mode. The Rona mode. Rona mode. Rona mode. The Rona mode. <laughs> That's right. Well, it reminds me of that, uh, that video from Ricky <laughs> with the faucet she's she pulls the up vegetable the, the, pulls up the, the yeah the vegetable sprayer she pulls it up and the garbage disposal comes on oh my god oh i remember seeing that yeah, yeah i remember seeing that that's yeah, crazy pretty hilarious. yeah yeah she sees some crazy stuff on yeah. inspection i just don't want to buy any house she's ever in because right. she's she always finds the craziest stuff yeah that's true so, um, <laughs> like at least she finds it I, yeah that's the good thing right yeah <sighs> So just crazy stuff. What what were we talking about before? Uh, well, we were talking specifically about you know remodel versus build new, and and I think you really hit on on a really important thing there, and that is, what do you love about where you're living, and what do you really not love about where you're right. living, and is the total cost going to wind up actually being better? So, but you hit on something that I was curious about. You said, depending on how much equity you have in your home. So if you own your home or if you're, you know, close to owning your home, do you think it makes more sense to stay at that point? I I mean, I think so, because then you have the equity there in your home. A lot of people are taking equity lines of credit to do the remodeling. Um, So we see a lot of that in our industry. And um, I mean, if you're so close to owning your home already and, you know, you want to do a hundred thousand dollar remodel as opposed to selling and then going to, you know, build a new house. I mean, of course you're going to get, get that equity when you sell, but at least it's, you're still in the same place. You don't have to move. So, um, you know, it, and sometimes the, the remodel is going to cost a lot less than what it would if you went to a new home. You may end up realizing that once you buy property or land, wherever the neighborhood is that you want, that you're going to really kind of like jack the price up a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a personal thing. And, and it really just depends on what you're feeling sure. about that house. And, and there's a lot of knowns <laughs> about the place that you live, right? I mean, you've lived there for, especially if you're close to owning your home. Right. Um, unless you came in and paid cash or something for right it. Um, <laughs> you know there's a potential that you, they're they're you know it's like the more i know about something the yeah. easier i i can make a decision and so yeah i mean and you know your neighbors so yeah. you know i mean when you move to a new neighborhood that's a new thing it's like you don't know if you're like gonna build a house next to you know the crazy cat lady that you're gonna hate so and then you gotta live next to her for 30 years so. that's right <laughs> good luck <laughs> Good luck. I unfortunately cannot check that out for you. So, I mean, if that was something I could do, you know, knock on doors and be like, are you crazy? Because if you are, then we don't want to build a house here. How many cats do you yeah. want? If, if you need some of those cats to disappear, I might be able to oh, help with them. Yeah. yeah. yeah one, of those, one of those signs that says, I swerve for cats. I'm a professional nature kidnapper. Okay. If you listen to our show and love cats, we love you. Right. That's, That's right. right. We just not necessarily. We appreciate cats. crazy cat people. That's right. We do not discriminate against cats or dogs. That's dogs right. are better though. <laughs> but we just just know. Just my personal opinion. Yeah. Which happens to be the right one in this case. Well, so what 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 room in the house makes you most excited to kind of get get your hands on? 
master bathrooms. I do a lot of master bathrooms. Yeah. 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 So what, what is it that you see a lot of people wanting to change about? I mean, if you're doing a lot of them, obviously people are unhappy with the one that they have. So what are they wanting to change? What are they trying to make feel different, look different? So we kind of got into a, a thing, you know, in the 80s and 90s where everyone wanted cultured marble. And um, it you probably have seen it. It's like a plastic wall covering yep. <laughs> um, that's in your shower and people really, really hate that. Um, and so they're wanting to change that. And um, another thing we're seeing is, you know, the kind of built in tubs. A lot of people are wanting to do a, a freestanding tub. Uh-huh. Um Kind of reminiscent of that clawfoot Clawfoot, tub feeling, but not, you know, a little bit more modern take on it. Yeah. Um, Those are cool too. Yeah. And then of course, everyone wants to raise the height of the, of the sink of the counters. You know, they want to do the taller counters. I don't like that. I'm five, four. Okay. And my husband has the tall counters and I have the shorter regular ones and I like the shorter ones yeah. because I am short. <laughs> so well, we, we compromised on that in our bathroom. So the, the countertop is still low, but I did one of those raised bolts. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the, the sink itself is actually right. still high, but the countertop is yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a little different, but so what, what, what else in the, in the bathroom? Are you, so, I, well, I, I was going to say the, um, the, the freestanding tubs, mm. the ones I've been really interested in lately are, have you seen these, these Japanese soaking tubs? Mm. So instead, and it's uh, sometimes they're made out of wood and they're almost look like a barrel. Oh yeah. Okay. But instead of being long for like you to like lay down in, they're deep and narrow. Oh, so you like sit, you sit in, in it? it. Yeah. Um, I have not done that you yet. Done that yet? <laughs> so you can find it on Pinterest. Can we do it in a whiskey barrel though instead? <laughs> It'd be a pretty big barrel. <laughs> How big old boy are you? <laughs> pretty big guy. <laughs> not gonna fit in a I'm not Jim Hawkins over here. <laughs> peering out through the apple barrel. I mean, come on. But uh but yeah, no, they're they um and they're usually freestanding. Yeah. Um, but they just I mean they just look to me they look really and apparently they're really popular in Japan because they don't take up as much square footage right. in that room, uh, which is why we were looking at them because our bathroom's a little on the small side. Yeah, that um, might work for some people because yeah. they still want to have that tub experience, but, you know, they want larger showers. That's, yeah. that's the better thing. Is, yeah, well, good luck washing your feet. <laughs> right. What do you, what do you You'll do? drown. Like, you got to like put your foot up by your head and get get out of the soaker. I don't I don't know, honestly. I mean, because they have like a seat in them. I think it's more for like relaxing. Rela- it's probably yeah. not for bathing as much. Yeah. They use the thing. hose outside yeah. for everything else. <laughs> I understand. I you it. could use the bidet to wash your <laughs> feet. <laughs> so, stick your foot in there. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll do whatever I got to, you know, turn the pressure to high. That's right. <laughs> It would be warming too because the bidets do have warming water. Oh. So, yeah. Oh wow. That yeah, they have I'm, all kinds I'm of features. I'm rethinking this whole thing. They have lights on them, so you can see. You don't have to turn the light on. If Tushy's not an, a sponsor of this show after this episode, <laughs> right. I don't know what else to do. I, I mean, we've done everything <laughs> we know to do. We are advocating for the bidet. That's Come right. On. Right. I'm, I'm going to send this episode to them. We fired all our bullets. No. <laughs> Uh, we got to change subjects. <laughs> yeah, I got visual ideas in my head. <laughs> uh, well, 
and I, I, so you, you did mention like the, the I mean I, I think the the I think you're right the freestanding tub with the combo walk-in shower right yeah uh, so what what are you kind of seeing with people doing different with their showers I mean oh gosh showers are kind of one of those things where it's uh, it's really a personal thing so I've, I've seen some crazy yeah stuff. yeah I mean we've done multiple hand showers and rain shower heads and mm-hmm. uh, body sprays and um, when you say body sprays is that like the multiple nozzles from yeah, like a bunch just, of different directions? Yeah, yeah, and they're all kind of positioned, you know, lower than your yeah. your, your head. So, yeah, but... I see those and I think, what value does that have? Well, it kind of has like a just... massaging effect to it, okay. kind of like a jacuzzi tub would, you know, if oh, you've okay. got that water okay. kind of squirting out. And like, like they that. usually have like diverters on them where you can mm-hmm. turn them on and yeah, off. Yeah, with... yeah, you can, you know, decide what, how many, if you want all of them. It just depends on how you have your plumbing yeah. done. You know, which can get complicated. I it can, yeah. and it gets expensive too. So, um, we, that's one thing we have to kind of think about when we're talking about budget is, is how intense do we need to make the shower? <laughs> yeah, but Paul the plumber what is your budget? You yes, that's right. Yes. And price. <laughs> yes. And definitely. Um, yeah. All that. Yeah. So, I mean, we, uh, we did a shower and it was a Harvey flood. Um, and that shower was eight feet by eight feet. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. And it had the rain head, two shower heads, two hand showers. So, and I mean, two benches, two big, huge benches in yeah. there. So, That's a I mean, family size shower. It's a right huge there. shower. Yeah. It was a huge shower. It's yeah. Like a mud it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a closet. I mean, mm-hmm. this, yeah. That's, Bigger than a lot I mean, of other. I rooms think my in the house. son's room is smaller than that. Really? He's got a pretty small room. Oh. It's small. He's not the favorite. Well, <laughs> Does he listen the, to the show? No, he's, just, he's the smallest in our house. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, we 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 give people's rooms based on their size. size. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't do that? I'm so confused right now. I don't know. I have one daughter, so she gets. Well, uh, other than us getting the the master bedroom, but she thinks she should have a master bedroom. <laughs> of so, course, don't you know. they all? Yeah. Well, that, that's she's that's, a good kid. That's though. a trend I've seen is where they like a lot of houses. Well, what do they call that? Is like a a double master. A double master. Yeah. Is that what it yeah. is? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like one upstairs, one downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So that that kind of tends to be. I mean, it's like uh, living in law quarters or something. Right. Like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And people do have that because they are thinking. You know, what about my parents? You know, where they? What's going to happen if you lose one parent and then you have you know one that's still here? A lot of times, a a, a big house is too much for one. Even if it's a, a husband or a wife, you know, yeah. that's a lot for for one person to take care of. Um, so you can see a lot of like what we call a casita, which is like a mm. mother-in-law house, you know, where they have like their own small space, but they're still connected to the home or, or like you're saying, a, a double master bedroom. Yeah. yeah. I, I was talking to someone today and you actually know um, a relative of this person, Craig, but they the this how they built this. Who this is. Yeah, no, you won't. You won't <laughs> mysterious. Be able to, <laughs> you won't be able to. Do they wear out. glasses? Uh, maybe? Twenty-one questions. We're gonna figure out who this is right now. <laughs> uh, but um, so their family built this house, and the upstairs has two bedrooms, a bath, and a living area, and an outside entrance. So. The idea was uh, you can now. There's also inside entrance. I mean, right. you, you can get there both ways. But the idea was, my kids are going to grow up. 
and they're going to maybe go to college in a, in a similar area so they can have their own space. Right. So there's a lot of design things like that. that mm-hmm. You're not going to get if you just go buy a house. Yeah. If you want something special like that, you're going to have to get a custom yeah. built home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's very rare. I mean, there are some houses that may have like a garage apartment or something like that. But yeah, um, we do see a lot of that where people are just adding on even even if they have a house that they really love and they have, you know, three kids or one on the way or something like that. And then they're like, we're just outgrowing this house, but we really, really love it. So, you know, let's do an addition. Um, We're working with a client in the Woodlands now that her mom, you know, lives by herself and she wants her to come live with her, but she wants her to have her own space. So, you know, she's going to have basically like a little apartment that's Mm -hmm. attached to the house where she can come and go into the house, but they can also kind of, you know, go to their separate quarters whenever they want to and still have privacy. Yeah. Cause I mean, especially with older parents, they, you know, they don't want to feel like they're a burden, which is crazy because they've taken care of us and now they (laughs) feel like a burden, but, um, they don't, they don't want to have that feeling, but you're right. Even with, you know, teenagers that are in college, you know, we've thought about that with our daughter. She's 17. And, um, you know, if she wants to, to go to school near here, you know, we always want her to have a place to even just come home to during the summer and still have her, her own privacy. Cause if you think your kid goes away for a semester to school and then they come back and now they're living under your house for the summer, it's, it's a totally different experience. Yeah. My, my folks actually did that when, uh, when I left for college, uh, they, <clears throat> they had put on an, an apartment in the garage. Yeah. And it was very clear that I was not welcome back in the home. <laughs> <laughs> they did that for themselves, not for you. <laughs> you can come visit, but that's where you're staying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we had a, uh, the, the house that, that I lived in in Arkansas, there was a, a, a really nice shed in the back. It was a metal building and it was, it was, uh, insulated and, and paneled on the inside. And so we, we went ahead and put an air conditioner on it. And so it was, it was heated and cooled and everything. And, and my mother-in-law made a, a joke one day. She thought it was a joke. She said, you know, that's, that'd make a perfect mother-in-law quarters to which I said, that sounds great. Like anytime you come visit, you can sleep out there. You know, she didn't think it was funny <laughs> though. So anyway, I slept out there for the next uh-huh. week. That's right. <laughs> there wasn't even a bed, but whatever. It was fine. Cold concrete floor. Yeah. You were just like Jesus. <laughs> I, I was, I was just giving her what she wanted. She, but she didn't. She didn't. She like didn't go it. for it. No. So, anyway, what, what what have we not talked about that you think might be important for people to know? <laughs> of course, you're going to ask me this. Really, out of all the things in the world that I could possibly tell people, what is it that you need to know? Um, I would just say, you know, kind of trust your contractor. You've got to find a trusted contractor. Um, do your research. Um, make sure you're you're Googling your contractor. I mean, yeah. that's a big deal. Um, I'm working with several clients right now who have been you know, put the ringer by yeah. other contractors and I'm having to go in and fix their stuff. So, you know, make sure you do your research. A, a reputable contractor is going to have a website. They're going to have a Facebook page. Um, they're going to be able to give you information about their general liability insurance. Um, they're going to have references. So ask those questions and don't be afraid to really um, interview your contractor. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I've lived in the Conroe area my entire life. My parents live here. Both my sisters live here. I'm not going anywhere. So um, then that's something that I always talk to my clients about. You know, I'm I'm a Conroe native. So, yeah. you know. Go look me up in the yearbook. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, also um, asking about their subcontractors as well. You know, who do you use? Make sure you're using somebody that has trusted subcontractors. You don't want just anybody in your house because as a general contractor, I can't be on site all day. Sure. You know, I have 11 projects right now. So um, there's no way I can be at every single one of them, even every day. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you just kind of have to know that there, there are going to be people in your house whenever your contractor's not there. And you just really need to make sure that they have trusted people. And, and I do, you know, my guys have, have worked for me for quite some time. And, mm. um, you know, it's a little different with me being a female because I do have to be with these people alone. So that kind of already tells you that they're trusted. If I'm, I, I feel comfortable with sure. them. Yeah, no, that's, that's um, actually a really good point. But I don't let anybody in somebody's house that I wouldn't let in my own house. There you go. So, so I'm, I'm actually curious as to what, what is, what is one of the most unique things you've put in or done in somebody's home oh gosh you thought my question was bad i know right y'all are really making me think here <laughs> um uh, so okay so this was actually a project i did as an as a designer mm-hmm. um with another contractor um and we actually the house when they bought when this client bought the house it had a jukebox okay and it was kind of one of those rounded jukebox and it had a um, its own little cubby hole under the stairs that was oh. like a rounded cubby hole for it. Um, and so the, the contractor took a hundred year old beam from a house that he had just torn down and, uh, cut it up so that it you could make a door on it. So we had oh. this removable door So because it was right in the living room. So it's yeah. kind of weird to have like a jukebox in your <laughs> living room. But, you know, it was a neat feature in the home. So we kind of put this really cool door on there so that you could remove the door and, and play the jukebox when you wanted to and then put it back. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Was, it, was it like uh, like an old LP jukebox? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. It still worked? Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. It was cool. fantastic. It, yeah. was, it was really awesome. Yeah. It was great. It had all the kind of cool neon kind of lights on it and everything it's it was a really neat feature that's honestly the only thing i don't like about jukeboxes is like the neon yeah (laughs) well and you i mean it's cool when you're playing it though you know but like when you know it's somebody else's place right yeah you don't (laughs) not something you want to see all the the time tonk it's fine yeah my house it's yeah (laughs) (laughs) can float your boat that's fine yeah Yeah. you know that's actually a that that trend is really kind of coming back to to own a jukebox. There are a lot of people out there that are refurbishing jukeboxes, mm-hmm. and they can get really pricey. Yeah, even just vinyl records. I mean, my daughter has a record player, yeah. and she buys vinyl records. It's, yeah. I mean, that's a a big deal for her. Well, like so. this this Zenith that you're sitting in front of right here. I mean, that's an old forty five. Um, and like, it's crazy to try and fix those. I mean, that's a, that's a tube powered 45 radio and like, you can't, you can't buy parts for that thing anymore. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy expensive to try and fix those things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to even find them, let alone fix them. Yeah. So, I mean, all I've gotten that one to do is light up. 
<laughs> which you don't want it to light up. So you've already said you hate that. <laughs> well, no, that <laughs> on that one, it's okay. That one, it's okay. okay. <laughs> it's like it's like I like I like that look. I okay. don't I, like, but when it's like all neon and yeah. yellow and purple yeah. and says Bud Light, yeah, <laughs> not gonna have bad beer and bad lights. Exactly, <laughs> it's a double whammy. Yeah, sorry, you Bud Light drinkers. Uh, yes, I love me you too. too. <laughs> you can hang out with Cat Lady. <laughs> That's funny. Well, cool. Well, um, and we this has been a really good episode. I, I've I've really enjoyed hearing from, especially I mean, we just when it comes to when it comes to contractors specifically, right. not you know, not just tradespeople, but contractors specifically, it's rare to find a female influence. Yeah, and there that's so it, so it's really wonderful to uh, to see how successful you're being in, in this, and and that's exciting for yeah. us to hear that. But also just to to hear the perspective of a female is is really refreshing. Yeah. for us, it is a little different. I mean. I- I won't say it makes me a better contractor. There are some fantastic contractors out there. Sure. So um, I do listen a little bit more. And I think that's the one thing that I could, you know, if I had every male contractor out there, that's the biggest thing I hear from my clients is, is we're so glad we have you because you listen. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times the clients feel like um, if you're not listening, you're not really taking in what it is they want. You're just there to do the job and get out. Yeah. Um, and so you really have to want to take the time to get to know your client and, and really learn a little bit about them. So, um, you know, I always say it, it doesn't make me better. It just makes me different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there are, there are certain things that, you know, I just do because that's my personality. Yeah. You know, I just, I really enjoy my clients. Well, and I, I would imagine, and I'm just, I'm guessing here, but I would imagine most of your clients that you end up dealing with are female. Yeah. I, I usually do end up dealing with, with the wife. Yeah. That's usually how it works. Um, and because I mean, I've heard so many women tell me that they had such a hard time dealing with their contractor right. for the very reasons that you're talking about. Right. Like they, they couldn't connect. And I imagine you kind of have an advantage in that in regard yeah. that most remodels end up dealing with, you know, the, the woman of the house. Right. Or, you know, they, so. And it's, it's hard sometimes with when, when I walk in and they see this, you know, five foot four blonde, the, mm-hmm. the husbands are like, well, <laughs> we're going to see how much she knows, you know? And so they start kind of asking me technical questions and, and once. <laughs> That's, which is hilarious because they have no idea what they're Yeah, no, they have no clue because I'm thinking if you know all this, then why, why am I here? Exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, once once they hear me talk and they realize, okay, she does know what she's she's talking about a little bit, you know, yeah. then they kind of, that's when they kind of give it up and, and let the wife kind of make the decisions um, and, and really, you know... I like to work with both. I like to work with the husband sure. and the wife. Sometimes I say I'm a marriage counselor as well, because <laughs> it's like the man's like, I want carpet in the bedroom. And the wife's like, no, I don't want carpet. So it's like, yeah. we really have to kind of like, you know, sometimes I'm like, just give him what he wants. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it back somewhere else. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll make a good compromise so yeah. that you guys get both of what you want. Hardwood with a rug. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what I always say. I was like, put a rug down, you know, and then the husband's like, I don't know about this. I'm like, trust me, it'll be fine. It'll be yeah. Great. Yeah. So, but, um, it, it's a difficult, um, position to be in, but I love what I do. I love what I do. So, um, I'm passionate about it and, um, it's fun for me. I, I have fun doing this. I mean, it's not, it's stressful. Yeah. I mean, I'm tearing people's houses up and then I'm standing in the middle of it going, oh, okay, yeah, I got to put this all back. But um, <laughs> we figure it out every single time. So, yeah. Wow. 
Well, good. Well, uh, we would be uh, horrible at what we do if we let you go without doing what everybody loves about this show. The thing that they just wait for and wait for and wait for. And that is the final four. The final four. (laughs) That's right. So these are the final four questions that we ask all of our guests every time they come in and you are not going to escape it. So by we, we mean Kevin. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's just because Craig doesn't know. He doesn't remember the questions. He doesn't remember the questions. (laughs) He does not. So we're going to start off easy. They get harder from here. But here you go. What is the must-have tool that you will not leave your house without? I would like to say a tape measure because that's like contractor 101. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to a job site and I'm like, dang it. (laughs) Where is the the tape measure? So I'm always asking the guys, do you have a tape measure? Do you have a tape measure? So um, I would say that, um, gosh, tape measure is very, very important in my job. I use it all the time. I just forget it. Mm. So there you go. But there's always a guy there that has one. Oh, yeah. There's always somebody. And if not, they're like, oh, I have one. I have one in my truck. So I'm like, oh, okay, go get that. There for we me. go. Yeah. <laughs> you. There's always there. a tape measure somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. No, that's that's good. Um, what, one of my favorite. So my realtor, one of my favorite things. And, and this is not the answer she would have given. But like she had a marble with her all the time. That's because Brandy. That was like episode. Oh yeah, so you can yeah. see if the um, floors are What episode was that? Oh, it it was it was I, fairly early. I mean, we're probably the teens yeah. <laughs> whatever we had her on, but uh yeah, she had she had a marble with her so she could put it down and see whether or not um, you know, yeah. whether or not the floor was Floors level. Were level. It yep. was it was brilliant. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For sure. All right, so here's a second question. Okay. All right. What's a job you've walked away from? So again, we've we've already told yes. you the caveat. It could be a career or it could be, you know, maybe a project around your house. So what's a job you've walked away from? Okay. So I mean, it's not necessarily a career, but uh I in a past life was a bartender. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. So we should have made cocktails. I could have made like a really cool drink for this show. How's your old fashioned? <laughs> Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can be friends. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. um, yeah, I was a bartender for, um, actually that's how I met my husband. We both worked at Bennigan's. Okay. Um, I was a Back server. When those existed. Yes. Wow. Yes. I loved Bennigan's. Yes. I know. Right. They had the best baked potato soup. Um, but anyways, yeah. So that's where I met my husband. I was a server and he was a bartender. And then I eventually moved up to bartending. And, um, then for a short period of time, I was the manager of a bar. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, I mean, it's not that I walked away with from it because it was a terrible job, but it's just, sure. it's fun. I love bartending. I love talking to people and, and seeing how drunk they can get. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, it's a lot easier yeah, than others. That's right. That's true. <laughs> well, so here we'll, we'll do this. We'll, we'll shout out my sister because Absolutely. she, uh, she just opened a, uh, a new bar restaurant oh, cool. downtown called sixes and sevens. Awesome. Super, super cool place. We, it was like open the, what was it? Like phase one or something like wow. 25%. That was, their, that, was their opening. that was opening day. That was opening. Wow. Um, and it was fan. I mean, like it was, that's fantastic. awesome. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Shout out. Look it out. Yeah. Go yeah. check it out for sure. Cool. Sixes and sevens downtown Houston. I still got to take you, Kev. Yeah, so. I've not been. I've I've just heard. I've seen pictures. It looks amazing. That so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a trip planned. You should do yes. a show there. Got, there well, we go. Well, 
That's best idea. Now we can write it off. That's right. right. That's right. Nobody said that. (laughs) The IRS is listening, then we're in big trouble. We have to make money before that was possible. (laughs) That is so true. That reminds me of a Seinfeld episode. I don't know. You can write things off even if you're not making money. That actually makes better sense for yourself. (laughs) Hey, Kramer Kramer just said, hey, I don't know what it is. They're they're the ones writing it off. Right. I don't know. All right. Third question. Okay. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? I really just like to be at home, just mm. to be at home with my husband and my daughter. And just, I mean, we just sit and watch TV. We kind of Netflix something and just watching TV and just doing nothing. Yeah. Cause it seems like I'm, I'm pretty busy, crazy all the time running around and driving and seeing people and talking. And so, yeah, it's really just about just, Hanging out. Mm. So, so what's at the top of the queue on the old Netflix? Oh gosh! Right now, I'm watching Persons of Interest. Person okay. of Interest. Yeah. Is that the uh, Jim Caviezel? Is that? Uh, is that who that is? I don't remember his name. I know it's. He, yeah, I know exactly who it is. I just can't. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't have any clue what his name is. And so never even seen him before. Apparently, none of us read people. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think we no, just. <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't even like people. Right? <laughs> How are we going to read about it? Uh, that's just a joke. I really do like so people. I, I actually, I, I've heard of the show. I don't know what it's about. Oh, so it's like a this man makes a government machine that basically watches everybody on every camera that's ever out there. And yeah. and they he gets a social security number every so often and then... The you know the guy that's like ex military special forces he yeah. like goes out and tries to save that person. So. Okay, so I think the guy that made the machine I haven't seen the show, but I think somebody was telling me, I think the guy that made the machine was like the weird crazy guy off of Lost. Yeah, that's who it is. And then yeah. the other guy oh. is Jim Caviezel, the guy that played Jesus. Oh, e- oh, oh. Well, see, I didn't. Maybe you're right. I did not From connect all this stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I can play it, the Kevin Bacon game. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to read. Now on the internet, who it is here? You're doing the googly. I'm doing the googly, googly, googling. And uh, so I don't know. Your internet's slow, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just trust me. I'm right. All right. It's Jim Caviezel. Wow, he played they have Jesus. a huge write-up on that. Yeah, they show. do. Well, it does have like six seasons. Does or it something. really? Yeah, and each season has like I don't know, 25 episodes. How, what season are you in? I think I'm in three. Is it good? It's, it kind of gets predictable. Okay. But I'm one of those people that, like, I started this. I got to finish it. <laughs> like, I have to. Although I will say, like, we were watching um, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Mm. Man, and that just show just got... I mean, you'd watch one episode and you're like, I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on, but I have got to watch it again. Like, I just mm. got to keep watching it. So, mm. yeah. Um, well, it is Jim, Jim Caviezel. <laughs> oh, there yeah. you go. You did it. <laughs> he doesn't know much, but whenever he... Oh. Yeah, he's spot on every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every once in a while. <laughs> That's right. All right. Last question. Fourth question. So... What's the one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you've ever received? Oh, okay. So I had a former boss who said, if you make a mistake, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You learn from it. If you don't learn from it, then then it's not a mistake anymore. Oh. So she would always tell us she was we knew she knew we were going to mess up on something. Right. It was going to happen. Um, but the just the lesson is to learn from it and yeah. not make that mistake again. 
you know, so um, I've kind of remodeling is like that. I mean, mistakes happen, things happen. And, you know, I, I'll tell my clients, you know, I'm not going to say we're not going to make a mistake, but we will fix it. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times people will freak out. They'll be texting me at like nine o'clock at night. They painted the bathroom blue. We said we didn't want it blue. And yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. Just, you know, it was a mistake. Absolutely. But, but we'll paint it purple if that's what that, you That's want almost it. how I always evaluate people in general is it's not it's not whether or not you make a mistake right i, I know you're going to make a mistake. right it's how you respond to the mistake yeah you know well and in that and in, in our industry it kind of takes some of the pressure off especially if you're new you know i was a new person to that to that job and i was just like on pins and needles all the time like i just i was scared you know yeah. that i was gonna screw something up and so when she said that it was like oh yeah. you know <laughs> i still tried to make sure i didn't make a mistake but i at least knew she wasn't gonna fire me right off the bat when right. it happened um now of course you don't if you did make it that same mistake again then that was that wasn't that wasn't kosher you needed to you know you got to learn from it so, yeah absolutely um and so that's what i do even with my projects if something doesn't go right i'm like okay what did we learn from this how can mm -hmm. we do better what we can what can we do differently on the next project so that we can make sure that doesn't ever happen again and just really make sure that we're progressing as a company um and that we're always learning because that's really what construction's about i mean it's a yeah. learning i learn something new on every single project yeah i mean i'm not a, i'm not an expert in everything you know i i can't be that's why we have licensed plumbers and electricians right. i mean they go to they they spend a lot of time you know learning their trade and their yeah. skill so um there are some some things where i just turn to my licensed people and i say you get you know give me the lowdown on what's going on here so um but it's a learning experience and so i always try to learn from every single project that we do yeah and there's even things that you do that aren't mistakes but like just evaluating right yeah and and, and reconsidering can improve right you know and so like yeah. that's that's i mean but that's that's just being honest with yourself and going i did i could i could i do this better right yeah. Yeah. Being well, a real introspective person is a quality that you don't necessarily have until you, you know, you really foster that. Right. Being yeah. introspective, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, sometimes I call them happy mistakes. I mean, sometimes we make a mistake and I'm like, oh, this is going to turn out way better than we thought it was going to. Yeah. Because this opened up an avenue for something that we didn't think about. Um, I was just at a client's house today and um, we had an issue with, you know, the way that the house was built. Obviously, I can't do anything about that because I didn't build it. But um, with the way that the valve for the shower was in the wall and we just had this, we knew we were going to have this space where mm -hmm. the trim was not going to go right up against the um, the tile and we had like sunk it back as far as we could but we came up with like a really great idea of how we could you know add some more tile and some decorative trim and stuff to to really finish it out and that happened probably four weeks ago when we did that and today I was in there and I was just kind of evaluating where we were for punch out and I looked over at it and I thought oh my gosh that just turned out so great <laughs> and we wouldn't have had that otherwise because we wouldn't have thought to do that and you know I even told the client I was like I think I'm going to intentionally do that on another oh, project because it actually turned out so beautiful. Wow. So yeah, there's, I mean, then we always say that's a happy mistake, you know? Yeah. It wasn't really a mistake. We couldn't do anything about it, but <laughs> yeah, is whatever it, is. it happened. Yeah. It was the situation <laughs> yes. we had to deal with. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, we, we do ha actually have a fifth question. Okay. Ooh, and I get to ask this one. Yeah. I remember this one. Yes. Every time he remembers yep. this one. 
How do people get a hold of you if they want to find you? Okay. So I am at expressivebuilders.com. Mm-hmm. I am on Facebook at Expressive Builders, on Instagram at Expressive Builders as well. No Twitter. You see that, Kev? No Twitter. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's just smarter than we are. Get that Twitter out of here. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody really likes Twitter. It's a, it's a necessary evil sometimes. Uh, but even then, what's the point? It's just everybody flipping the bird. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> I never got into Twitter, I, so. Did you see what he did there? Were you, were you paying attention? Mm, yeah. Every time, every once in a while, he says something that's clever. That was it. That was it for today. That was, that was the one clever thing he said this entire whole time, right? show. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, seriously, I, I said this earlier. Thank you for coming and spending time with us. And uh, I, I know that this has uh, been helpful for, for me and Craig, and uh, I'm sure it has been for a lot of different people. So I'm reflecting for- on all the mistakes I've made. Yeah. That's going to take Just a while. don't make them again. Just, That's all that matters. We don't have enough time at the show <laughs> <laughs> to reflect on all of his mistakes. <laughs> all right. Well, um, yeah, like, like I said, thank, thanks for coming. Thank you. And uh, we're, we're going to be uh, putting this out on a Tuesday because that's what we do. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Every single Tuesday, awesome. we have a new episode. And, you know, we, we just really want to tell our listeners, you know, thank you guys for, for sticking with us, for, uh, you know, downloading this episode and other episodes. I tell you what, we have really upped our video game recently. Greg. Yes. And so if, if you are not checking us out on, on YouTube, that's your own fault. You need to go check us out on YouTube. See how ugly we actually are. Yeah. See how long this beard can actually get this mustache before we actually, you know, they, my wife cuts it off in my sleep or something. I'm really afraid you're going to tie somebody to some railroad tracks. <laughs> well, I've, He's the I've prospector. <laughs> so, you know, go check us out on, on YouTube and, and, you know, subscribe there click yes. the notification bell because we've got some little clips that we put out every once in a while that you'll probably want to check yeah. out. If you, if you have a lower attention span, we re, we've been putting the clips out. Yeah. So anyway, check us out. Um, Which like if I you said, haven't seen the, uh, what was, what was, what was the name of that one? Um, weirdest, weirdest thing you've ever cleaned. Yes. That's oh. hilarious. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely hilarious. So go check it out yeah. on YouTube. Um, so just, you, you know, type in the homeowner show, we will pop up. So, yeah, check us out. Thanks for uh, subscribing. If you have not already, go ahead and do that. But until next time, we will see you later. See you.